everybody, it's episode 483 PodQuest. Hey! It is Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. I am Chris, with me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. So, here's the thing about Baldur's Gate, guys, because I know you definitely heard my uh, talk about it last week. Um, it's a really great game. That's what I said last right? That's what I said? So, I don't know if you actually checked the, the recording that I posted. Um, I did not cut anything. <laughs> I did. I didn't. Why? Why didn't you just cut it after I, I, I didn't have anything and just be like, "All right, we lost shit because we lost shit." It so, happens. so you, literally, like you cut out in the middle of us talking about World War Z. Yeah. So what I did was I added a little disclaimer to the front that was like, "Hey, check the timestamps. At a certain point, we lose Richie's audio, and then it's just me and Drew saying things occasionally to Richie with no like." <laughs> Not really knowing what the fuck's going on. Um, I and I promise you guys this. I was watching my audacity the entire time. It was recording for two hours. I'm thinking it stopped at some point, and you just didn't realize. You spaced out, and all of a sudden, two hours later, when you just didn't. No, know. I mean, I was watching. It was two hours. Like I, 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 I there. I swear, I was watching because that's the one thing I always do. Like when we're recording, even when we're recording Brose, we do it over both. Uh, Zencaster and Audacity, and I will watch both my wavelengths in both, and I will watch and make sure it's still recording in both because there have been times where somebody has disappeared and we didn't catch it. So it's like, all right, we got to stop for a second because so and so got disconnected. Um, so like, I watch the the waveforms. I make sure they are top of the screen, and I watch the the counter go. Um, I I believe you. I don't like I said. I I don't think like you did anything wrong. I don't think it's your fault. Um, I will blame you because it was your audio, but it's not your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like I put a little disclaimer up front and then once, once we lost your audio, I cut it and I added a little other like, Hey, this is where we lost Richie. Um, the rest of the audio is still here if you want to keep listening. If not, like, here's the outro. And like, I, I, I put it, I put like the, the outro and the ending music there, but then it just kept going. So <laughs> people can listen to what came next and, um, People can listen. People can listen to you reacting to me about being bad at Baldur's. Well, there's also like some of the stuff that like Drew said about um about World War Z. Yeah. Um. Him him responding to you, (laughs) but obviously you weren't there to be (laughs) responded to. It was good times all around. Yeah. Yes. That's what we'll say. Good times. Um. But hi everyone. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Well, welcome to PodQuest. We're back. Um. We're we're gonna. You know, we're, we're using a backup recording again. Um, I was lazy and didn't look for an alternative because we hadn't had a, uh, a failure in a while. And Zencaster is no longer free for that stuff. So, See, know. that's always what happens. That's literally always what happens is you're like, oh, we've been fine. And, and we have lost episodes in Brose or lost audio in Brose from using Zencaster because Zencaster would crash when we were recording or, or getting or getting any audio. And we would lose entire sessions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or, or at least lose the audio of one person from an entire session. Um, and so it's like at that point we like we were backing up, and then for a while we didn't have any issues, so we stopped backing up, or at least the one person who lost their audio stopped backing up, and then they started backing up again after that happened. And it's like always after it happens we back up. Yeah, and I mean, luckily it wasn't a whole show. Um, and like up to this point, like the the worst we've had is 
like the couple times that like Drew's power has gone out and his recording stopped or like a cat jumped on his keyboard and stopped the recording and yep. he's caught it started the recording again and I'm just able to like drop him back in um this just wasn't one of those cases and you know yeah. shit happens we, yeah. we we still we still had a product get posted um and like luckily the the last thing that was said about World War Z was like it was at least a full um full thought Mm-hmm. So it's not like we, it's not like, it's not like you were mid-sentence and all of a sudden like your audio cut out and it's just like, well, no fucking clue what he was saying. <laughs> I mean, even if I listened out, I have no fucking clue what I was saying. I don't even remember what I said a week ago. I mean, that's, that's how I feel just listening to you. So we're good. Yeah. Um, no, but you know, we're good. We got backups on backups and backups. And by yeah. on backups, I mean, we literally have a backup of the we, three of us recording in locally. We have Craig. Yeah. He's our new friend. Um, I really like when he says now recording. I, it's creepy as hell because it's very robotic. I don't know. I think I think it sounds like a radio, like like that classic radio guy. I don't know. I think your quality of Craig is different than my quality of Craig. It, like it, it, like I can kind of hear what you're saying, but also it sounds very robotic. Maybe that's just your ears. Maybe you need new ears. I mean, everything else on me is broken, but I can't get home because of health insurance. That is true. That is how America works. Yes. Um, anyway. Yes. I don't know. That's, that's just my go-to, like, segue, and I, I should really come up with a better one. Yeah, anyway. What's on the agenda? Uh, let's see. Uh, Cobb, you want to talk about indie games? And does it really mean anything anymore? Um, I'll put a disclaimer right now. There was a Nindies on Tuesday. None of us cared about anything that showed up on there, because it was, it's the Nindies, and, uh... Sometimes they're good. Ev- it's just this time nothing really ev- looked all ev- that... And uh, the other thing is just, like, everything that's on the Nindies is already out on Steam or something else most of the time. I mean, so, that that is true in a lot of cases. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, so, we're not really going to talk about the Nindies, but we are going to talk about indie games, uh, as well as um pretty much all of the Game Award categories were announced for winners. And so, that's where this Indies discussion is coming from. Um, And now that the SAG After Strike is over, we can talk about stuff. Like, Cobb watched the show Fringe. I watched Marvels, the movie, Marvels. I also watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which I don't think we were allowed to talk about. Maybe we were. I can't remember. Uh, but that was forever ago. Um, and I also watched The Attack on Titan, which we would have talked about whether or not SAG after it was over. And then uh, I played some Baldur's Gate last week and this week. Yeah, I, f- I figure Baldur's Gate will be that, like, if we're not going too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, SAG after Strike maybe isn't over yet. Well, they have lifted all of the um the stuff. Okay, because I've seen a whole lot of actors being like, "Nah, this deal is bad. Let's yes. not agree to this." Yeah. So they apparently they are not happy with a lot of the AI um yeah. protection stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. it's future or, protection, but not past yeah. protection or lack thereof protection. It seems. Yeah, it's like yeah, they can't use it going forward. But apparently, if they've scanned you. They have you, and there's nothing, nothing. But the, yeah. um, yeah, as of as of Thursday last week, um, they were no longer officially on strike. So like all the content mm-hmm. creation and promotion and stuff was uh, there's was no longer like a, 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 an issue. That's probably part why there was like six different fucking Marvel trailers that came out this past few days. Oh yeah, everything that they're, they're everything's dropping like their new um release dates and stuff now. Like um yeah. Like they they released the Madam Web trailer. Um, they confirmed that Superman is still coming out 
in July of 2025. Uh, a bunch of TV shows announced when their their seasons are going to air in the in like spring winter because yeah. like we're obviously not getting anything in the fall. <laughs> the fall is over. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like the this. The strike has at least been lifted for the time being. Whether or not like that contract tr- contract actually gets ratified, like still got to wait and see. I believe, mm-hmm. but uh, at least for the time being, we can talk about some of that stuff again. Um, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but the the first thing, like Rich said, um, the Game Awards did announce their their nominations for this year, and as usual, they they had their indies category. Um, and. One of them is one of them is not like the others. Um, so, are you guys at all familiar with the game Dave the Diver? I've, I've heard the name. I've I've seen it. I haven't played it or anything, but I've I've seen. It. Yeah, so it does have the look of a traditional indie game. Like when you think indie games, that is sort of one of the. It, it's got that style. Um, you know, small company, probably. Minus 20 employees at best. Um, no corporation backing them. If they got a publisher, it was after they already made the game and like released it on Steam themselves. Um, that is not the case for Dave the Diver. Um, Dave the Diver is developed by Mini Rocket or Mint Rocket, Mint Rocket, um, which is owned by Nexon, which is a South Korean publisher that made like $2 billion in 2021. Um, so, that is the polar opposite of an indie game. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it's from from the list of nominees, which I have those somewhere here. Um, it was one of the ones that got talked about the most, and I would not be surprised if it is if it wins that category. And that's actually kind of shitty if it does. Where's that list? Here they are. Um, yeah, so it's Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza. Ta- oh nope, this is best indie debut. Sorry. Um, so best independent game was Cocoon. Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. I feel like the only other one that maybe gets it is Sea of Stars. But I feel like people talked a lot more about um, Dave the Diver earlier in the year than they did Sea of Stars. Well, Sea of Stars literally just came out. Two months ago. In in Game Awards, that, to me at least, that's just came out in, in gaming. Uh, well, keep, uh, well, but keep in mind, like the Game Awards, um, the fan vote counts for like 1%. Most yeah. of the vote is by like industry people who really liked Dave the Diver, only kind of cared about Sea of Stars. Because Sea of Stars was an RPG, and a lot of modern game critics just don't care about turn-based RPGs. Yeah. So, like, there's a good chance that a that the Indie Award is going to go to a company worth $2 billion. Um, and it makes you wonder, like, does that Indie title actually even mean anything anymore? See, that's, that's the problem, is if you look at, say, Dave the Diver on Google, it is, it's genre is an indie game. If you exactly. look at all of these games, it's genre is an indie game, which that is not a genre. Exactly. Indie game is a, sh- is short, according to Wiki, if you click the indie game genre on Google, according to Wiki, it's top link, it's an indie game short for independent video games, video game typically created by individuals or smaller development teams without the financial blah, blah, blah. Um, without the financial and technical support of a large game publisher. Um, which agreed, Nexon, I guess, did make a lot, but I've never heard of any of these games that maybe Maple Story, but all of see that's that's maybe where it it puts them into more of the um uh, uh into the indie indie realm is most of these games are indie like they are a developer of indie games 
or they're a publisher not. of indie like, games. That's the thing. Like th- they are a company that does um, a lot of games in South Korea, which is where a lot of these ones that we've never heard of come from. Are and they do license n- games. Nexon, you're talking Nexon. Yeah, I they literally have twelve games in their all games website. I am looking at a whole lot more than that. Uh, unless I am, I mean, Dave the Diver is well, listed on here, but so here's the thing: Nexon is both a publisher and a developer. So Nexon owns Mint Rocket, so that is a game developed by them. But they also just publish games, like they've published um, licensed games, like a Titanfall Online. Um, they've published Counter Strike. Um, spin-off things. Um, what else have they done? They've been involved with um, like Korean servers for Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, same thing for like um, FIFA. Like literally, they did FIFA for fucking Korea. Like they're not really a an indie publisher that just happened to make a lot of money. And like the description for best independent game at, for the Game Awards in particular is for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. This company is a traditional publisher. They just traditionally publish in Korea. Well, but uh, not exclusively. In fairness, they Nexon did not publish Dave the Diver in the US. Who did? Because the only publisher Mid, I can Mid, find Mid listed Rocket. for it. Mid Rocket published it. That's so, Mid Rocket is listed as one of its publishers. So Mid Rocket Mid is Google. listed as as the developer and publisher. But Mint Rocket is owned by Nexon. They're sure. they're a subsidiary subsidiary of Nexon. I I mean, according to Steam, Mint Rocket did both. But it's but it's the developer. They developed it just because. Like, like, I get what you're saying because the 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 idea of indie is they don't have the financial backing, but. Like, I feel like the idea of indie is a small team. And, um, if you click Mint Rocket on Steam, you get Dave the Diver, Cart Rider Drift, Maple Story, Vindictus. You get three games. And if you click them, if you click them on Wikipedia, it takes you to the Nexon Wikipedia page. But see, that's the thing. I, if, if you click on Google, if you click Nexon, and then you go onto Nexon's website, and you click all games, they only have 12 games listed, or 15 tops. Um, my, my, my brain isn't counting right, I don't think. Two, three, four, five. No, 12. Four, five. Yeah, 12. So and Dave, I, I'm but, assuming but those are is, games developed Dave, by them since MapleStory is there. But Dave the Diver isn't listed on here. Oh, yeah, but, you're right, it's not. But MapleStory is, which is also listed as a, as a Cart Rider Drift and MapleStory, which are both listed as published by... Oh, Nexon, if you click, okay, if you click Mint Rocket on Steam, it'll bring you to Nexon's page on Steam, which has Dave the Diver, Cart Rider, and Maple Story. I didn't realize that it was Nexon's page. And, and so, uh, again, ju- just to, to read the, the description, this isn't, this game is, the award isn't for a small developer. It is literally for achievement outside of traditional publishing. Yeah. So, like, a small studio that gets published by a bigger company still wouldn't be an indie because they have a larger company backing and paying for the development of their game. But like, is it? It's outside of traditional publishing. That's that's where like you can get a little because that's where you can get a little playful with the terminology. Unfortunately, it doesn't specifically say that uh, traditional publishers have to make X amount of money. Like, no, it it doesn't, but like that that is part of the problem with the way that it's being shown. Like that is a game that has 
a huge backing financially. The other games on that list don't. I mean, I don't. Annapurna is pretty huge. <laughs> is is Annapurna one of them too? Yeah. See, they're another one. Like that, they're like, the publisher Rich, for Cocoon. Okay, Rich. Like you were saying before, like these games that are listed as a genre of indie, that's not a fucking genre. And like and, that is basically what Annapurna does. And Drew, you're right. Like they're not an indie publisher either. They're worth I, probably a billion dollars. And looking looking at Thunderful Games, who um who Thunderful Games published Viewfinder, which is the last game on there. Thunderful Games, if you look at their website and all of their games, they've got Super Meat Boy, they've got uh the Gunk, they've got um uh uh they've got a ton of fucking games. They got a boatload of games under their publishing as well. I haven't looked into how much money they made last year, but they've published a boatload of games over the years. Sorry, which one were you talking about? Thunderful for well, and then, uh, okay and for the game Viewfinder that's Thunderful yeah and Team Seventeen is Worms and Overcooked and like I see you know the, again not massive publishers but, like, but yeah and they like do a lot of shit like looking at like Annapurna like Annapurna Interactive the the game side is owned by Annapurna Pictures which is an independent media company they do movies. They don't do small movies though. Like they did that movie Her with um Joaquin Phoenix and mm-hmm. I think it was Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, they did American Hustle. They did um Terminator Genesis. But like, that's but that's outside traditional publishing because the publisher is a movie publisher and not a game publisher. But like that is bullshit. <laughs> it's that's when you use the language outside traditional publishing. That is where the traditional publishing right now are AAA publishers: Xbox, PlayStation, EA, Ubisoft. Ubi. Yeah, that the- anything that's not created by the big five, six teams. Well, I mean, it's only like four now because Xbox pretty much, Microsoft pretty much owns them all. Um, anything not published by them, people, I guess, under this this terminology, consider that. An indie pub, an indie developed game because it's a small publisher. Do I agree that it should be considered that? No. No, not at all. I think an indie game should legitimately be an independent game, a game made from an independent studio that had little to no help in publish and published it themselves. You know, like, uh, Dreamsoft Games. Uh, friends of mine are making an RPG. That is an independent game. They're not getting any publishing help. They're doing it themselves. Do you know which what else is is technically an independent game? What is actually an indie game that isn't on that list? Baldur's Gate. Yeah, but I mean Baldur's Gate came. Well, I mean no, it officially was released this year, but it's been on early access for like five years. But still, um, it was never up for an award previously. And it, yeah, to to be fair, like I'm not saying Baldur's Gate should be on that list. It is. It's nominated for like eight other awards. Like it is doing fine. But like Baldur's Gate three specifically is actually an indie game like larian studios is a private studio they do not have like a larger owner like they published it themselves like they have they're they're a much larger studio because they've been around for like 25 30 years but it's still like why aren't they included but the company that's worth two billion is it's because that it's because one game looks like an indie game and the other one doesn't Mm -hmm. possibly yes um most likely um like Look, look at the four or five games that are nominated. They all look the same. Well, not like, they don't look exactly the same. Like, they all have their own styles, but like, none of them look like a triple A game like Boulder's Gate does. Mm-hmm. Like, none of them require, you know, 
a fucking powerful PC to play it on PC. Like, half of them are probably also mobile games. <laughs> and, and, like, I I totally agree with what you're saying when it comes to, like, the, the fact that Dave the Diver has this ba- big backing. Um, I haven't looked up anything about Dredge yet, but I've heard Dredge is fantastic. Um, and Team 17, who published it, I guess, I think that was the published. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I don't know anything about Team 17. I have no they, idea. No. They made worms. Yeah. Which, which you know, is like a money printer. 50 of them. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but it's like, it, 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 I don't know. It's the, the, it's the terminology. Like, it is an indie game because it's a small studio. And also, th- this gets into the nitty gritty of how much funding did they get from the publisher, or did the did they just go to the publisher to get the name like for which one? Unfo- any of them? Any of them? Like, well, we'll, I mean, some we'll of them go- are owned by the publisher, right? Mm-hmm. Like the um, Studio Seventeen or whatever. Like they are also their publisher. Yeah. And like Mint Rocket is owned by Nexon. It's not like they had to go to Nexon. Nexon's just like you're the studio, make the game. We yeah. publish it. It it's just, all just gets listed under Mint Rocket so that it looks like it's not a Nexon game. It's the same way that like Activision, while they own or own since they're all owned by Microsoft now, um, Blizzard and King and wasn't there a third one? No, it was Activision, Blizzard, King. Like they still publish those games separately. Like Blizzard games were published as Blizzard games. Activision games published as Activision games. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a tax break or something fucking stupid. But yeah, it's just, it's silly. Like, if if you're not going to pick actual indie studios that aren't backed by very large pockets, fucking get rid of the category. Yeah. Like, or like rename it to like simple graphics or something. Like old school graphics. Like whatever you want to call it. Like, but see, just, be- like just because like- it's 2D or pixely doesn't make it an indie game. But see, then again, uh, but, Dredge... Like- Dredge would not fit into the category of like old school pixel graphics or anything. Dredge is okay, a different kind of I, game. I don't know what Dredge even looks like. Dredge is, is uh, a majority of the game you're riding on a boat and it's like a, a isometric view and it's more of a 3D type thing. Um, it's very dark. It's a dark style. Um, I, I don't know. I've it's been on my list. I've just never been able to get it. And uh, like neither would Viewfinder because that's a first person puzzle game. Yeah. Fine. It's also funny that they, they literally have two categories um, that are indie-related. They have the best independent game, which is the one we've been talking about, and then they also have best debut indie, which is for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. But that is basically all of the ones that we already talked about. I, like, well, see, that's the thing. It doesn't have the game you're talking about. No, but it's it's three of the five games that are in the other category. So Cocoon, Dredge, and Viewfinder are all in there. And Pizza Tower. Pizza Tower is not in the other one. Oh, for some yeah. reason I thought it was. But yeah, yeah, the only but, two the the yeah. two that aren't in there are the Pizza Tower and Vedba. Venba. Venba, yeah. And yeah, like the, the 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 one is Annapurna. Like that is not a like yes, that studio is new, but they're they're being you know they're being backed by a company that has millions of dollars. <laughs> That basically just makes a market on we make in we make games that look like in what you think an indie game is. It's just it's stupid, and I don't like it. All right, Cocoon also would not be in your like two D. Um, okay, I have never heard of any of them except for Dave the Diver, and so of the debut ones, I haven't heard of any of them. Of the like best independent game, 
I've only heard of Dave the Diver and Sea of Stars. And, and that's where, like, maybe we need to reassess, or maybe the game industry as a whole needs to reassess the idea of indie. Because, especially, specifically, like, Annapurna, you're right. Like, they, I, I hear that name for every fucking, like, I, this is the first time I've heard Nexon, but that's probably, that's mostly because I don't really pay attention to publishers. Uh, I mean, they're, I hear- they're, they're also primarily Korean, like. They don't release a lot of global games. Like, they release a lot of games in South Korea. Yeah. Uh, Which... yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's funny. It's weird. Again, the game awards are kind of like, kind of a crap show, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I have fun watching them, not really for the awards, but just for everything else in between. Like, it's one of those things where it's like a three hour show. They give away like seven awards on the show. <laughs> if that. Seriously. Like, almost every award they do, they do in the pre-show as just a, yeah, such and such won this award. Like, it's worse than the Oscars. Um, The majority of the show are ad breaks, because that's how they're paying for it. Which I get. Like, they don't, like, they're not on traditional TV. They don't have, like, crazy money for this. And, like, they do, they do put on, like, a big show. Like, it, they do have a large studio audience. I want to say it's at, like, the Microsoft, um, theater in Los Angeles. Um. But it's like that. It's like musical performances that are incredibly hit or miss, and um, and I'm, trailers. I'm, I'm going through some of the categories, and here's where I'm probably more mad. Little bit, only by a bit. Idris Elba is up for best performance. He's an actual fucking actor. Please don't give him a an, an award. They're all actors, sir. I I mean, yes, Cameron Monaghan also probably shouldn't qualify, but they're 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 all. Friggin' just, they're not as big, like, he's a big name, fuck, it's, it's what you're saying with... No, I mean, I, I agree, like, if he gets the, the award, it's based on his name, not on necessarily the game, because I've heard very few people talk about Idris Elba in Cyberpunk, I've heard tons of people talk about the dude who did the, the vampire elf in Baldur's Gate, and Yuri Lowenthal's Peter Parker. Yeah. But, like, most of them, is, uh, with the exception of Cameron and Andrew Silva, I don't really know, actually. But I'm assuming most of them are primarily voice actors and game voice actors. And I feel like that might be something that they should probably lean on more. Is if Because if they're going to start giving awards away to companies that get mainstream actors, like like Cyberpunk 2077 with Keanu Reeves and Idris Elba, and then give them the awards for best performance, like, no fuck, I, and no, nothing against voice actors, but no fucking shit they're going to have the best performance. They're fucking award-winning actors. They're obviously going to have the best performance. Uh, that's not necessarily true. Not yeah. all actor actors are good voice actors. But... In a game like, say, Cyberpunk, where you know it wasn't just voice acting, it was also mocap. A game like Jedi Survivor, which it was a lot of mocap, as well as the voice acting, like, that's, that's where- They're not done together, though. True. And, like, and that's the thing, like, yeah, like, the, and at this point, like, all the, all, all these games are mocap. Except apparently the fucking World of Warcraft trailer was not mocap. I don't know if you got, if you guys saw any of that. I, yeah, yeah, the, it was shared on my Discord because they thought it was an actual Warcraft game or some shit like that. No, they thought it was a movie because yeah. it looked that fucking good. But yeah, it, it's actually just like sculpted by their digital artists, which yeah. what the fuck. But yeah, like I'm like most of the games that are nominated for that are mocap, and it's like Yuri Lowenthal is an act like he's a voice actor, like he primarily does voice acting. Um, I don't know the other guy's name who did um 
Baldur's Gate 3. But, like, Cameron Monaghan and Idris Elba, like, they are actors. They have absolutely done voice roles. And, like, yeah. that they are good at it. Like, it's not like they're bad. But, like, there are definitely actors that, like, you put them in front of a camera and they have to, like, do dialogue and do different takes. Great. You put them in, in just, like, an ADR box and say, like, all right, like, we need you to record this like this is happening. And they can't do it because they're not acting. Re- like, like, they're not acting the way that they're used to. Yeah. But, like, either way, I agree. Like, they're, they're, like, and I get it. Like, Keeley uses these awards. Well, he doesn't use the awards, but, like, he tries to get these names at the awards to give it some sort of, like, credence and get more people tuned into it, not just viewership-wise, but, like, organization-wise, so that it can make money so that he can keep doing it. Because it's not like he can just, like, fund it out of his pocket. <laughs> um, But, like, at a certain point, like, it's called the Game Awards. Like... Let's give awards to the actual games, <laughs> not to the eSport team of the year. I'm going through some of the categories again. Uh, and I, I want to just ask, lastly, what is your pick? Do you do you have or can do you feel like you can make a pick for game of the year? Which one would you pick? Um, for game of the year? Game of the year. So it's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, absolutely um, Spider-Man. The the uh uh Drew, would you make would you be able to make a pick? I mean, I have not played any of them. Yeah, My guess that, on what will win is Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Baldur's Gate's probably gonna win, and that's what that's what I would ha- unfortunately have to pick because that's the only game I played out of this list. Um, I I've wanted to play all except for Resident Evil Four. <laughs> like I've wanted to play them all. Um. I I don't care to play Resident Evil 4 until I can get it for under $15. Um, you know, I think Resident Evil 4 is the only one I haven't played. Uh, you played Alan Wake? Didn't that just come out? Oh, no, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Alan Wake 2 I have not played. Yeah. But I, 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 wanna... I played Tears of the Kingdom. I don't like it. Um, I played yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. It's fine. Like, I am not upset if that one gets Game of the Year, because I think they did a really good job with it. Um, yeah. But it's also just, it's not necessarily for me, either. Um... Mario Wonder, I think, is actually kind of disappointing. Um, like, it, it's a very well-done Mario game, but it's it's way too fucking easy. Um, and Spider-Man was fantastic. Nice. Game of the decade, Spider-Man 2. You heard it here, folks. I mean, the, it it probably is a close runner-up if it does. If, if Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't win, it's going to be uh, Spider-Man, I think. That or fucking... Legend of Zelda for some stupid fucking reason. I mean, Legend of Zelda, it's 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 gotten to a point where it's still oversaturated in like stream markets and things like that right now. So you're also, right. But I also really don't think Tears of the Kingdom got the critical reception that Breath of the Wild did. At least not the the it didn't have the the same like longevity. Like it got like its tens, everyone loved it the month it came out. But like I remember Tears of the Kingdom being talked about right up through the holiday season. Um, or Breath and like, of the Wild, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, Breath of the Wild, and, like, I don't really hear people talk about Tears of the Kingdom anymore. Like, by, like, the end of June, a lot of that had died out, unless, like, you're, like Richie said, you're, like, watching, like, the, the Twitch front page sort of yeah. stuff. I mean, there's still about a thousand people watching Tears of the Kingdom right now, I just checked on stream, or on Twitch. Yeah. Um, about a thousand like people that- playing... 1.1k people watching with one person at 500 views, uh, so it's, that's really kicking the views up high um but uh i mean i feel like i don't remember what came out when the original breath of the wild came out but i feel like that may have something to do with maybe games released that year 
this year was hot with games. And I don't remember what came out the year Breath of the Wild came out. Mario Odyssey? Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Right, it was like three days before. Uh, 2017 I was a pretty banger year. Yeah. Of course I'm drawing a blank on all the other games right now. Uh, yeah. But I do remember Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Horizon all came out that year. Because that was the launch year for the Switch. So any any oh. year one Switch games were pretty good. Fucking PUBG came out that year. So 2017 Game Ooh, Awards. Star Wars Battlefront 2. 2017 Game Awards, Mario Odyssey, PUBG, Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild were the, were the game of the year picks. Yeah, sounds about right. So, it, like, yeah. like I, I, yes, those are big. N- PUBG is an indie game. Made it to the game of the year. I believe PUBG's an indie game. I think at the um, time it was. Yeah. Uh, but like, but it, that was also the one that was in weird contention because it also wasn't a finished game. Look, Resident no, that, Evil. I mean, that was when it finally came out of early access or whatever. Oh, 2017 was when it came out of early access. When did it win Giant Bombs Game of the Year? I thought that was the same year. Was it not? Uh, yeah, probably. Wow. Um, I'm looking at 2017's like uh uh, uh lists or uh, nominees and whatnot. Fucking Resident Evil Seven wasn't even on Game of the Year. Um, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, which I thought was a fantastic fucking game, wasn't part of Game of the Year. Surprisingly, Cuphead wasn't part of Game of the Year. Like, all right, so 2017 was fairly stacked. Um, Life is Strange: Before the Storm uh, came which- out that year. Was a real good Life is Strange game. Uh, so yeah, it's it, 2017 was a big year, but I don't. I still think even the titles that are on Game of the Year aren't as aren't ha, like Mario Odyssey and and in my opinion, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild were the two biggest games of that year. Uh, I I will fully admit I've tried playing Horizon Zero Dawn and I don't give a shit. I mean, and that that's fair. Like, if if not every game is going to be for every person, right? Yeah. But like I, I think based on this list of these these five and the list of this year's five six, with the exception of Resident Evil Four, which I mean even Resident Evil Four remake was a huge title. These are all much bigger titles than the than twenty seventeen. I don't agree. Everything on twenty seventeen's higher than Alan Wake. <laughs> I don't. Alan Wake Two has. Do a people lot. love Alan Wake Two? I mean, it's getting a lot of buzz. It's not nearly Pe- as mass people, market as any of the other ones. It might not be mass market, but the buzz is what matters. The, it's getting a lot of buzz. People, a lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people love those games, love the Control universe. Like, people love that game. I know people who would not normally play a game like Island Wake that are playing Island Wake. Um, I do- same, Baldur's Gate is all the buzz, at least for a while. Tears of the Kingdom was, like, within the past month and a half, we've literally had four of the games that are on this list released. Well, let's say three months, because in in the last month and a half, we've had three of the games that are on this list released. In the last three months, we've had four of them. Like, they have been stacked this year at the end of the year. I, I right, don't... whereas 2017 was all super early stacked. Like yeah. three, At least three of the 25 of 2017 were released before the second week of March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it is kind of funny, like, like from, Drew, from, like, what you were saying, like, the games from, like, 2017 were definitely way more, like, mass market, like, everybody had heard of those games, versus this year there are, more, like, Alan Wake 2, it's, like, very big it, with people that play games, and, like, 
it's on that list because games media is really enjoying it. Like these games usually right. are because th- that's who, who nominates them. But like, it's not like Alan Wake 2 is going to be on like the NPD for like bestsellers. Right. Even though like, you know, I, from what everyone says, it's a good game. I've, I've always wanted to get into the Alan Wake game and yeah, I, I now series. I think I played like half of the first one when I worked at GameStop. I, I own the first one on Steam. I just have not gotten around to playing it. Um, I wish I had played it during October. I wish I didn't do Dead October and just did scary games. Just, just did scary. Um, nope, I'm, I, I, I take I that a, back also. I did not play it at GameStop. It came out in 2010. I did not work there at that point. Um, I have never played Alan Wake, apparently. No way Alan Wake came... I don't know, maybe. I felt well, like that was I've, way I've, earlier I mean, than 2010. The Steam page says it's 2012, but I guess that's just the PC version. Yeah, Windows was 2012. Okay. The Xbox 360 version was May of 2010. Which, like, who... Yeah, I definitely would have thought it was earlier, too. Um. Oh, I'm thinking of Alone in the Dark. There was an Alone in the oh, Dark God. 360 game that came out, like, 07, 08. Uh-huh. I played half of that at GameStop. And, like, wasn't awful. Wasn't good, but wasn't awful. Somewhere in between. Um, but yeah, so, like, game awards are happening. Like we, like we said, in, apparently indie games are no longer indie games. Uh, but Rich, would you, would you like to talk a little bit about the Marvels? Sure. We can talk about the Marvels. Uh, guys, go see the Marvels. No. Literally, <laughs> literally the best Marvel movie to come out within the past, like, six or seven years. That's I, not what I, reviews that's say. That's a low bar. <laughs> I, I don't know what reviews are saying. I don't give a shit. The movie is fucking great. It's so fun. It's silly. It brings back, like, original Marvel fun and silliness. It's not just, like, uh, just, oh, I'm so serious and I have to be, like, hard-hitting. No, it's just a fun fucking movie. I mean, I that's kind of been laughing. my problem with the Marvel movies, though, is... They don't take their serious stuff actually seriously, and they have to crack jokes in between it. I, but but that's the pro. Like people complain about uh, DC movies because it's too serious and too dark, and it's there's no fun. And then you're going to complain about this because it's fun. Like wh- what the fuck do you go to a movie for? You go to a movie to have fun and be entertained. This is oh, entertaining. Yeah. This is I'm not absolutely entertaining. I'm not saying it about this one in particular. I mean, like look at like Thor: Love and Thunder. Every meaningful moment, they punctuated with a joke. That movie had no actual drama to it. Because they ruined all the drama. Yeah, like, they, they, they turned, they literally made Thor, Love and Thunder into, like, basically a teenage coming of age story for Thor. (laughs) Fucking, like, he was always nervous around Jane and whatnot. And, like, it was just being like a will they, won't they kind of weird situation and whatnot. But, this movie itself, like, the dynamic between the three characters is great. It's, it's so fun. Uh, like, you, you, you learn a little bit more about, uh, Carol Danvers. Um, you, you get to learn a bit about, uh, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Monica Rambeau. If you didn't watch, I think, I think you can easily jump into this movie without having had watched Miss Marvel. Uh, you can easily jump into these movies without having had watched either of the series that the, that these two other characters. Um, they they explain their powers or how they got their powers. It's kind of a throwaway line, which like you know what, it's superhero world, so it just doesn't really matter. Uh, I was confused at one point, um, and I, I'm not going to consider this really a spoiler, but at one point, uh, Miss Marvel's bracelet comes off. 
but she still uses her light powers, even though her bracelet's off and not on her, which I was a little confused about. Meaning that the the movie makers and the show makers did not have a conversation that she needs the bracelets to do her power. Or it's just a weird continuity error. Probably. Uh, Unless, like, there was something that I missed in the, the, like, in the Miss Marvel show that was like, oh, like, the bracelet unlocked her powers or something. Because they also hinted at the whole, oh, you've got a mutant gene in you or something like that. So maybe that's, like, I, I was a little confused about that. I was like, wait. And this, this doesn't make sense. But other than that, like, the movie is really fun. It's, it's, it's got, it, it can be serious when it needs to be serious, but it's just fun and it's entertaining. And I was laughing and smiling, uh, and even at one or two points dancing throughout the entire movie. Like, it, it's, it's just so, it's great. I, I loved it. And like, I don't, I don't understand where, I, yeah, might be because of, uh, superhero, um, um, fatigue, fatigue or Marvel fatigue. It might be part of that. It might be just because there hasn't really been a lot of movies coming out this year because a lot of stuff has been canceled and stopped. And so things have been postponed that like people are getting very, um, I don't know, just trying to be like very particular about how they rate their movies. Uh, like I haven't, wa- I haven't read the reviews. So um, the the legitimate reviews are actually not bad for this. Like I was kidding. It's it's most like most of the critics are and you figure like most Marvel movies like they don't they they review well enough. Like they get decent scores, but it's usually like the actual like bulk of the review is like, you know, like it's formulaic, like it's not doing anything new, a lot of that. From what I've seen apparently um and I forget her name, the actress for Miss Marvel is apparently at least in this case the the actor that they point out as the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. She's um, great. She's great. And Mom Villani is fantastic. But, uh, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I definitely, like, I have superhero fatigue. Like, I'm at the point, like, I just don't want to watch any of these anymore. Especially, I especially don't want to go to the theater for them. And like, when I think about it, I'm like, and that, that's 15 bucks I don't need to spend. And that's the thing. Like, that's a lot of people are, I, I saw somebody commenting, uh, someone that I, I, I have, uh, networked with in streaming. They were commenting about Five Nights at Freddy's having had made, like, five times their budget back already. And it's only been out for le- a few weeks. Whereas Miss Marvel is struggling, or the Marvels is struggling to reach its, like, its, its budget. Like, it, it's struggling. It'll probably reach it, but it's struggling. And it, I, again, it's, I, 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 I understand, like, superhero fatigue. There's a lot of superhero shit out there. Um, I, this one's at least short. Like, this one, yeah. I this, don't want to go watch a four hour fucking movie in the theaters yeah. anymore. Based, based on the track record of Marvel, like, Drew, I know you said, like, oh, that's, that doesn't say much. Uh, when I was like, this is the best movie in like five, six years. Like, when was, when was Endgame? 2019. Was 2019. Was it 2019? Yeah, it was, it was yep, the, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. Cause I, I Captain Marvel, <laughs> yeah, Captain Marvel came out in February, Endgame came out in May, and then Spider-Man Far From Home came out in July. Yeah, and like, since Endgame, there were some good Marvel movies, at least in my opinion. They're, at least they're not as bad as people say they are, but like, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man, um, uh, um, No Way Home, both fantastic movies. Fantastic movies. Uh, I thought Shang-Chi was, gr- it was, was fun. I didn't think it was the best, but 
but I, 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 like, I at least enjoyed that. I like that style of movie. But then there are movies out there that I, I, I thought, I thought Black Panther was fucking hot garbage. I, I was bored, and it just tried to do too much. And it wasn't a superhero movie. We've had this discussion. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when it comes to, like, some of the more controversial movies, I tend to, like, I I thought Thor: Love and Thunder was exactly what I was expecting from a Thor movie. Uh, I was absolutely bored with Black Widow. Um, but overall, like this, this is what I expected from this movie, and this movie was just fun because it's it, it brought in these new characters, or at least one of these new characters, uh, or this one new character that we don't really have. We only have the one series of knowledge about. Uh, who is just a generally fun character. And, like, maybe I'm such a fanboy that I can just connect with her, just being how excited she is to be there. Um, totally possible. But, and, and that's, that's, I don't, I don't, I just, I, I think, I disagree with a lot of the people where they're saying this, 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 uh, phase has been more bad than good. I disagree. I, I think it's middling. But it has been higher middling, if not. I, I think it it had it, it had its peaks and it had its lows. But it's primarily been middle of the line to higher. I, I don't mean, think I d- it's. I don't think it's been as bad as people say. It. I don't. I mean, it's not. It's not as bad as people say. But pe- people also over exaggerate this stuff because you're hearing from the vocal minority the most. Yeah. Where it's the same way that like people are people are celebrating that this movie did bad in the box office. It's like why. Why does that even and, matter to you? And, and, like, peop- and that's, you know, I completely understand. People aren't going to see the movie because I feel like a lot of people in the world are like you, Cobb. They don't want to go to the movies anymore. They and don't. Like, I, and it, I understand. But, yeah. Like, I, I like the movies. It's just like, I the movies that I would want to go see in the theaters, like, they're not really coming out anymore because they don't make money. They go right to streaming. Or it's stuff that we're like, the the, the audience is shitty. Like, too many people pay for these movie tickets and don't watch the fucking movie. Um, and like, I'm not spent, spending 30 bucks on a movie for Erica and I and fucking not able to concentrate I, on the movie. I still say, it, you have had a million more issues than I've ever had. I've never had any issues at the movie theater. I don't, I, like. We also go I, at very different times, too. Yeah. I, well, no, I, I used to go, well. The pri- the, I went uh, to a matinee for the Marvels on Friday because I just had the day off, so I went on a matinee. Otherwise, it would have been an early showing on Saturday or Sunday. You probably yeah, so, first or second showing. So um, we do a lot of afternoons because, like, waking up for like a ten o'clock movie is just not worth that, it. That's that's what a matinee is. Oh, I thought Mat- you did like the early one, like the pre twelve no, 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 o'clock. What? Oh, this week I did a matinee. Oh yeah, for, like for a, a weekday matinee. Yeah, like those are fine, yeah. but like. We can't do a weekday matinee. Um, so it's like, go to the movie on like a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon and everyone sucks. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, it's not worth waking up early or going at eight o'clock for a three hour, again, for a three hour movie. The, Marvels yeah. is different. Marvels, it's like an hour 45. Like, a, a, it is a nighttime Mar- movie for that wouldn't be a bad, wouldn't necessarily be a bad time. Marvels is the shortest movie by about eight minutes. Yeah. Like, in, in all of the MCU. Like, I would not have a problem, like, leaving that movie at 11 o'clock and being fine. But, like, you go see Black Panther at 8.30, you're not getting home till 2 in the fucking morning, most likely. <laughs> yeah, and that's... And, uh, yeah, like, yeah, Black Panther was just... It's... it It's... 
I I understand people being fatigued. It, it is a lot. I I feel the, the this way kind of with Star Wars. Um, with how many Star Wars series there? I've watched them all except for Andor. I haven't watched Andor yet. Um, and that now there's another fucking season of uh Obi Wan coming out. Like, what the fuck else are you gonna do with Obi Wan? Did they really announce that? I yeah, I I saw somebody announce it, and then I checked online. And it's like second season is slated to come out or is slated to start production soon or pre-production like i i don't know i i i saw a post on facebook i wasn't sure if it was real or not and then i looked it up and i saw something say like there is going to be a second season of obi-wan no it does not look like that's the case literally in in april kathleen kennedy said there was no plans for season two like or it was not in active development all right which is good then because we don't fucking need it but yeah, th- like there are just a lot of websites that take like a random thing that Ewan McGregor said and spins it into like, yeah. here's all the details we have about Obi-Wan season two. Yeah. And so like, like I get it. I, I haven't watched Loki. Um, I just, I haven't gotten around. I haven't spent the time to sit there and watch a new season of Loki and I'm already getting spoilers from it. Um, even though the, I mean, the finale now is a week old. So, um, but like, I, I get it. There's, it's, there's just, there's a lot of content. And at this point to spend that much money to go to the movies, and you're right, like, for a matinee, for me, it was $30, because I also got a small popcorn and a bottle of water. Still cost me $15 for concessions. And so it was like, it, it, it is, it is like, it, it's a commitment that, like, what if you don't want to go? I, I understand not wanting to go to the movies. I like the idea of being able to just rent the thing for 24 hours, but just don't charge me $40 to fucking do that. Charge me ticket price of $15, and I'll do that at home. Um Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm at the point now, like, when Marvels comes out, I'll probably watch it. Probably. There's a good chance, too, that I'll forget about it. Well, it comes out on, like, streaming. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to rent it, because I just don't care. So it'll be whenever it hits Disney Plus as just, like, part of the subscription. Um, And I'll probably... I It'll probably be weeks or months later, because I'll just forget that it's there. Like, the same yeah. reason I haven't bothered with Guardians 2. Like, it's not that I just don't want to watch it. Like, I, I mean, I don't. Like, I don't care about right. Guardians 3 at all. But, like... Guardians I also just was never think also, about it. Guardians 3 was also so good. It was I don't care so about good. them, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, after Endgame, I don't care about any of those characters. Yeah. I, well, then that's a, that, that's more the thing, is Endgame was Endgame. Like, that was, like, a lot of the people who jumped into the MCU were like, alright, this is it. Like, yeah, there's bigger heroes, there's bigger villains out there, but... How are, like, it, it is hard to live up to Endgame and, and Infinity War. Yeah, and like, it's not even, it's not even so much that, like, I did not, like, I didn't hate Guardians 2, but, like, it is one of, like, the bottom tier Marvel movies for me. Like, I like Black Widow more than Guardians 2. Hmm. Um, and, like, their parts in Endgame and Infinity War were most of the parts I liked the least. Like, yeah. I did not like the, the Quill, Gamora, like, I didn't like any of that stuff. Um, and it's not, and like, I'm not like a person that hates Chris Pratt the way the rest of the fucking world does. I think he's in a little too much, but like, I don't have any issue uh, with him being in stuff. Well, um, when it, it's a sidetrack. When it comes to the Chris Pratt hate, I think people are overreaching their hate for Chris Pratt. Um, and I feel like a lot of it is unjustified. I feel like yeah. fine. If you're not going to like him, don't like him, but don't not like him because of, oh, he said, thank you for giving birth to our healthy child. Uh, and take that as a dig to, uh, his ex-wife and who gave birth to a handicapped child. Don't, don't do that. It's, 
Oh my god. I, I hate the hate for Chris Pratt. He's in a lot. He's in too much. I hate the hate for Chris Pratt because I feel like some of it is overreached. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, people just like to hate because he got cast in everything and he has some weird personal stuff. Um, but he doesn't seem like a malicious person. No. Um, no. but like beyond that, yeah, like the, those characters were fantastic in their first movie. They have been middling to annoying ever since. Yeah. So like, it's just, I don't, I don't care how their movie wrapped up in the, in the least. Um, and it's another movie that's like two and a half hours long. Like there are better things I can do with two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, like that's one of those things, like when Erica and I like watch movies on like New Year's, maybe that's one of the movies that like we throw on, but also there's a bunch of other not Marvel movies I'd rather watch. So like if those movies are available for streaming and I don't have to rent them, like why would I watch a Marvel movie that neither of us give a fuck about when there's other stuff that both of us would rather watch? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah. Uh, like eventually, like I am sure there will be another like when when if whatever they make another Spider-Man movie, I will be a little more interested in seeing that. Don't know that I'll go see it in the theater, but like it would still be one of those things where like I might even rent it when it comes out. Um, what same about, thing like like what Deadpool. About, maybe. What about X Men? No, no. They they didn't do a very good job with the original X Men movies. Marvel hasn't done a good job. Like, I legitimately don't think Marvel is good at making these movies anymore because they're all just set up for what comes next. I've said that before. Well, if they stopped using Kevin Robot, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> that these movies are just them wanting to make money. They follow the same formula in every fucking movie. And half of the movie is just little Easter eggs for what they're going to do after this. Like, I have no faith in them doing a good Fantastic Four or X-Men. Mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah. Like, we, we got the best X-Men movie with, um, fucking Logan already and the Deadpool movies. And, like, I am morbidly curious about Deadpool 3, only because now it's, it's being done by Marvel. And I'm like, how much are they going to, like, constrict that to, like, what they want it to be? I mean, it's still gonna be rated R. They've come out and said that it, like, I think, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen, uh, Ryan Reynolds say, like, it has to be rated R. Like, he's not but gonna do a Deadpool movie that's not That's rated. not, that's not necessarily what I mean. Like, I don't mean them having to make it, like, family-friendly. I mean, how much of this is going to be a Kevin Feige movie, where it's just setting up what they want to do with Deadpool and anyone in that movie after that movie? Yeah, I see, and that's that's where the dilemma comes in when it comes to the MCU of why not... Obviously, they're not going to because they're going to make lots of... Obviously, they're not going to make lots of money because the Marvels, one of their best movies that come out in this phase, is not making the money back. Um, they're why not make them series? Why not make like uh, just an MCU series on Disney Plus? I don't think like, they're getting as many viewers on that stuff either. They might not be. And like I said, I I like I haven't watched Loki yet. I I like I I it is it is a hundred percent. It's superhero fatigue for sure. Um, like and, if Disney like, Plus wasn't bundled to my Hulu, um, I would have canceled Disney Plus already because I, I literally have not opened that app since. What came out first, Miss or came out second, Miss Marvel or She Hulk? Um, I think it was She Hulk was second. So I think the last time I opened that app to watch something was She Hulk, unless mm. maybe Mandalorian season three, if that came afterwards. Yeah. Um, I forget like what order it came in, but it's it's been over a year or close to a year. Um, because like there's nothing on there. Like I don't like Disney original content all that much, and like the Marvel and Star Wars stuff is not good. Yeah. Well, you know, I shouldn't say that. Like. The Marvel series have actually been decent for the most part because they have the time to like 
you know, they can foreshadow things, but they can also tell a story, which they can't do in their four fucking hour movies for whatever yeah. reason. But, but I feel like they told a better story in this hour and 45 minute Marvels than they did in the three plus hour, um, Black Panther. It's almost like you don't need four hours to tell a fucking movie story. It's mm-hmm. almost like you can tell a, tell a compelling story in 90 minutes. Like, most Disney animated movies were for decades. Yeah. Like, fucking Lion King is like 87 minutes. There's not a single Marvel movie that's better than the fucking Lion King. You know what's sad? Fucking Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, anyway, Rich, do, do you want to move on and talk about Attack on Titan? Sure, I can if you want to. I mean, I don't, but you, I, you watched it, so let's hear about it. Neither do I. Fucking 13 hours in one day. I don't know why I did that to myself. Uh, because it was almost done after the seven hour mark. I was like, I'm so close. Um, 13 and a half hours. It was almost done after the seven hour mark. I only had seven more hours. I mean, yeah, I would six and a half. Um, but the last two was, it was two and a half hours. Uh, so the infamous Attack on Titan final season, season one, two, and three, and final episode. Yes. They, they, the final episode was released separately from the rest of them all. Fucking God. Attack on Titan. Um, it's too long. The final season was too long. Uh, there, I was bored. Well, uh, which, which final season? Cause there have been 13 all, of them. All, all, f- all, the, the first final season. So final season part one, I think was the most boring and had the least, I had, had the most t- information kind of, but also, had the least importance. So it starts off with a four-year time jump. And in this four-year time jump, it doesn't say four years later at all, but you're just following a separate set of people for the first three episodes, for the first half of the first episode, if not the first full episode, before they introduce a character from the original season, from the first three seasons. And the character is now wow. four years older, so you don't recognize that character because they're four years older until they say, oh, it's Reiner, the fucking armor titan. I'm like, oh, so it's been, why has it been, what happened in four years? Why has it been four years? Uh, we ended season three with them reaching the ocean. What the fuck happened? And now it's just four years later? And like, I... Things have had, like, I would have preferred maybe it to pace differently to where, like, what they did is they sprinkled what happened in the four years as, like, flashbacks throughout the 30 fucking episodes of this season. Yes, 80 episodes in all of Attack on Titan. 30 of them were the last season. I had somebody say to me, I had somebody ask me, like, what did I, what did you think of Attack on Titan? And I was like, I think the last season was hot garbage. It was boring. It was too long. And he's like, but it's a 10-year series, generational. I'm like, yeah, 10 years with the last season being the last fucking five. I, and I'm not even kidding. It's maybe four. The last season took four years. You can't call that generational. You can call that slow. You that can't is... even call that slow. Um, But, like, the the ending itself made no sense. Like, uh, Cobb, you're not going to finish watching it, right? Or you don't care? I like I have no intention of it. Like I'm not I'm honestly not sure if Erica likes it or not. Like I'll yeah. probably at some point ask if she wants to. But like w- we watched the first two seasons and I think the first episode of season 3 and like I think I don't think it's been I haven't seen a single episode that I care about. So, 
you <laughs> find out throughout the first two seasons that um, in order to create the special titans, somebody has to be turned into a titan, and then that titan has to eat the person who is the special titan. Um, you learn in the lore, and this is where, like, the series stands. The series has good lore. You learn in the lore that there, um, there are these nine special titans that are, like, they're known as the nine titans, or something like that. I don't really know. But there's nine special titans. One of them is the founder titan, and then you have, like, Eren was the attack titan, the armor titan, the colossal titan, so on and so forth. Um, you learn that there's all these titans out there, um, that if, you become that titan, you have 13 years from the point you become that titan to live. But you have to become a titan to eat the titan, so otherwise, basically, if you didn't eat that titan, you would have been dead anyway, because you're a titan. You can't go back. You can't change back from a titan to a human without eating one of the nine. Um, Wait, if- how did that one girl then, like, the, the girl that turns into the weird little, like, monster titan thing, like, she was alive for, like, a really long time, I thought. She She was alive as a titan. For a really long time. Once, oh, you, so once titans, they become a titan, they can stay a titan for a long time, but they can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But once that titan eats a special titan, which that's what that one did, Ymir ate the original Jaw Titan, became the Jaw Titan themselves, but then would have only had thirteen years from the point of them of their life, basically. Um. So you learn all of this in the original series, uh, and throughout that, Eren. Did he eat one of the other titans? No, I think he might have eaten eaten a special titan while also being the attack titan. I don't remember, but he starts collecting titan powers, basically. He ate one other special titan, and then in the early parts of the final season, he eats another special titan and gets their power. Um, The whole idea of this series is basically to find to to figure out who to get control of the founder titan um and basically cause genocide by turning the people who uh who can only the the race of people so there are two races of people in this world there are the people that can't become titans and the people that can i can't remember their names marlians are the ones that can't and then i can't remember their names but it's basically the nazis versus the jews um and so the the people who can become the titans uh they're ostracized they have to wear armbands um they're held in um uh encampments uh or gated communities they are representations of the jewish people um they the plan that Aaron decides to start doing is to take control of the founding titan and make it so that those people cannot procreate therefore ending the titan's ability to ever live and stopping the titan war and he gets that from his brother who ended up being the beast titan that so Aaron's dad was from marley and they had a kid and they were trying to rate and and were these people that can turn into the titans and were raising their kid to be a rebel and the kid didn't like that so he 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 had he he told on them, and that's Aaron's brother who becomes the Beast Titan. And in the Marlians will take the people who can turn into Titans to Paradise Island, which is the island that the first three seasons of Attack on Titan takes place on, inject them with the Beast Titan's spinal fluid, and turn them into Titans. And that's it's basically banishment for them. But somehow, I can't remember, Aaron's dad didn't become a Titan, and knew about the Founder Titan, and knew about uh, um 
knew about all this stuff and turned Eren into the Attack Titan, uh, which is everything you find out in Season 1, and just had this great life with his new son after basically being... Basically abandoning his old son because his old son... Because he was forcing his old son to be a rebel that he didn't want to be a rebel of. Um, so Aaron's yeah, brother... Like, who's, this whole show just sounds like complete utter trash. Aaron's brother, who was resentful to his dad for having a fucking family after Aaron's brother causes his parents to be banished, wants to end his people's bloodline by causing them to not be able to procreate. So in order to do that, they need the blood of a royalty and the Founder Titan's power to talk to the goddess Ymir to have her change the bloodline of the people that follow her, of the people that can turn into the Titans. And Eren agrees to this. And, uh, Flash, this is all, like, some backstory and some final season. Eren gets the blood of the royalty, Eren gets what he needs, um... And they go back to Paradise Island, uh, and something, and, and the, the Marleans start to attack the Paradise Island people, the people who can turn into the Titans. And some shit happens. I just, just put it that way. Shit happens. Uh, Aaron gets shot in the neck and his head comes off from getting shot in the neck by pretty much, they were calling it an anti-Titan rifle. It's an anti-tank rifle. It's powerful enough to cut through a Titan's skin and make a big hole. Shoots Eren in the neck, and his head comes off. And his head lands on his brother, the Beast Titan's hand. And Eren happened to just be alive at the time he touched his head, his severed head touched his brother's hands, to where they were able to do what they needed to do because they were touching with the royal blood and this and that, to where they could talk to the goddess Ymir. Two episodes go by with them in this dream state of Eren being one second from death. In a dream state where they're trying to, like, learn about their past, which we've already seen. I mean, look, and time flows differently in dreams. That's an it, acceptable anime condition. It, it is, it is. But it's still, like, this is the, the push of the way too long. Um, and so two episodes go by where finally Eren is able to take control. And he changes the plan, and he changes his mind and turns into the Founder Titan, which is just a giant pair of legs, like, taller than a Colossal Titan pair of legs, with a spinal cord that goes miles, and a head with ribs on it. Ribs are on the spinal cord. It, 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 it makes no sense. It shouldn't be able to move around. I don't get it. But he then uses his Founder Titan's power to take control of the Colossal Titan's and start to attack Marley. Because this is his only way of figuring out how to stop everything. Because he has unlimited powers, powers of a god. And so he decided, he decided that I have to kill all the Marleans. Because I have the powers of a god, and so I'm going to kill the Marleans. I'm going to kill the Nazis. So now it's Nazis versus Nazis. <sighs> Everyone yeah, I don't, goes I don't, to... I don't see myself ever wanting to actually no. finish this series. No, just just wait. They then have to figure out a way to get to Eren. Uh, characters die. They find a way to get to Eren. Um, uh, and they have this final stand on this plateau in the desert in the Marleyan Empire. And they get ready. And they go to fight. And they fight. And they fight. And they fight. The last two episodes are two and a half hours. An hour for the last ep- for the second to last, and an hour and a half for the last. They couldn't even do the last two episodes right because each of them were broken up into parts. 
the last, the second last episode was two chapters, and the last episode was three chapters. You know, like five episodes. So I'm, I'm honestly surprised you actually watched it all. Uh, it was, it was, it, what, what set me off is how it ends because they fight Aaron and there's really no really cool. There are a few cool fight sequences. There are a few interesting fight sequences, but it's really not a lot of action in these, in this last season, but they go to fight Aaron and they defeat Aaron and they defeat Aaron with love. Basically. Um, what happens is they, they find a way to, to, to like sever his head, uh, which then in turn releases the creature that is essentially the founder Titan or, or the personification of the, the goddess Ymir who can create Titans and, and starts to control who can turn the people who can turn into Titans into Titans and, and turns a lot of the people that were left, a lot of the survivors into Titans to go and fight the surviving people who aren't turned into Titans um, and to stop the war and whatnot, they end up defeating Eren by having Mikasa, who somehow wasn't somebody who can go, who had the blood to turn into a titan, but she lived on Paradise Island for the longest time, so it makes no sense. She literally was born on Paradise Island. She should have been a one of those people that can turn into a titan. She goes into Eren's mouth, where then Eren is just sitting there in his mouth, and she cuts his head off, and she kills Eren. That's the end of the fourth of five chapters in the last two episodes. The first chapter, or the last chapter, the first 20, 15 minutes, basically, in my opinion, they pulled an Evangelion, where it's just Aaron and fucking Armin talking. Well, apparently it, everyone hated the way the manga ended, so they must have been trying to course correct. And, and from what I hear, they, they didn't. <laughs> it's like they, they maybe, they, they, they didn't. Uh, so it's Aaron and Armin talking, and basically you find out is that Aaron had this plan hatched to where he was going to force everyone to kill him. And in order to save the world, he needed to do this plan, which kills 80% of humanity on the planet, reducing the Seems amount reasonable. of- Reducing the amount of people who live on this planet- outside of Paradise Island to the same number of people who live on Paradise Island. He has the power of the gods, and rather than just saying, hey god, no more titan powers, he says, hey god, I'm going to kill everyone so that my friends kill me, so that in doing so, there are no more titan powers. Again, seems reasonable. Why didn't... Why? Why? I was so mad. So, Mikasa cuts off his head. You find out that they have this conversation, like, uh, Aaron and Armin have this conversation five episodes prior or more, but Aaron er- erased his memories of the conversation that he had with Armin and everyone else that he was friends with until he died. So everyone thought they were doing this of their own free will to go fight him, but it was really like, oh, this is what Aaron wished, and they were following his free will and the whole point of the season is supposed to be you all have your own free will to do whatever the fuck you want but it ends up being no Aaron was running the show and no one has their own choices i it makes no sense it like if if Aaron is a bad person it's flat out 100 percent. Aaron's a bad person and it turned into i even tweeted it attack on titan turned into nazis versus nazis because the the marleyan people hated the people that are the personification of jewish people and then the people of Paradise Island hated everyone else in the world because they weren't people of Paradise Island. 
I mean, that's that's not just Nazis. That is that's basically all of human history. Yeah, I just oh my god, it was exhausting. But like at one point, I was like, all right, it's I think it was like ten o'clock. I'm like, okay, I have the last two episodes left. And it might have been later than that. It might have been like eleven. Like I have the last two episodes left. Fuck it, let's just do it. Let's just because I'm not gonna want to do this because I was bored. I was bored, and like they do some things. Like one of the characters becomes a titan. Um, and turns into, becomes the Beast Titan, or no, becomes the Jaw Titan, and then from becoming the Jaw Titan, also because of how he became the Beast Titan, he had part Beast Titan in him, he's like a, a, a hybrid Beast Jaw Titan and can fly, which Titans aren't supposed to be able to fly, and so they're like, oh, this is a great evolution for Titans, Titans can now fly, because Titan Warfare, the wor- the whole world was Titans versus the world, basically, and since Aerial War warfare was starting to become a thing titans were becoming out obsolete well now this titan can fly so there's not obsolete oh Aaron's gets killed and the only way to stop all titans was to kill Aaron. and everyone who became titans are no longer titans so this kid who is now a flying titan that they made a big deal about that he could fly is not even a fucking titan anymore so it doesn't matter that he can fly you know you could have just stopped watching I like had if you weren't having a good time you could have just not finished I had to finish. I, like, it wasn't, it was... No, the, you, you didn't. I the, promise. The, right, it was the, It was, it was the ending. It was how it ended. That it was like, I'm like, overall, I was watching it, I was like, okay, but wait, this, uh, why? But okay, and then they would have those occasional fight scenes, that, like, this was good, and that was good, and oh, this is an honorable death, and okay, I liked this. But then it was just how it ended, where it was just like, oh yeah, by the way, I, I'm going, I told you... Uh, uh, 12 hours ago and in a memory you won't unlock until I'm dead that I'm going to no matter what kill 80% of population on the planet Um, there's no other way to do this I couldn't have just used my powers to not have titans anymore Um, I had to kill humanity yeah I'm just saying man if you weren't having a good time you could have just not finished it and done something better no, I, 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 I would have always been like, I have to finish it, even after, but I finished it, it's done, Attack on Titan, don't watch it, <laughs> don't watch it, it was, it was a waste, it was a waste of time to watch it, at least it was a waste of time to binge it. If you are a fan of the series, don't binge it, I don't know, maybe binge it, because I feel like if I had watched it week to week, I would have hated it more, because it would have been a lot more of nothing in a few episodes, for like, six weeks. Yeah, like, Not including I, the times that it wasn't even airing. Yeah, having watched as much of it as I, as I did, I don't understand why people like any of this show. Like, none of the characters are likable. Like, the world is semi-interesting, but, like, it's not. Like, it's not enough to make me want to keep watching it. I didn't want to keep watching it past season one, but I saw season two was short. I'm like, okay, well, maybe it gets good here. And, like, it, it didn't. <laughs> it was, like... And that's, like, I can't remember season two. I really can't. I know season one ends with learning about the Wall Titans. And then season two, I don't remember season two at all. Um, I just remember season three was when you had the giant, weird, gross fucking Titan uh, that was like half a body or some shit like that. Um, I never got that far. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, oh my god. I generally watch stuff, though, for, like, characters. Um, and it's not even that they were, like, unlikable, because they were, but they weren't even, like, the fun unlikable where it was fun to dislike them. They were just fucking boring. Not a single character in that series is fucking interesting. You're right. You're right. The, the characters, I, what, what pulled me into it were 
the, um, what was it, the lore and the idea of this world. And, like, then when you find out, like, oh, there's, like, a whole separate war going on and the world isn't just the island that they're on. Like, they're just on an island and there's actually a whole another like, society living off the island and whatnot. Like, that was, that was, like, that's what I was like, all right, this is, this, this could be good. Um, but let's see, season four, episode one, which was episode six, 60, aired on December 7th of 2020. Yeah, three years to, to finish three, a season. Three years to finish a 30 episode season. I mean, to be fair, like, COVID happened. So, like, it, it was in production through all of that. But still, like, but th- that show, like, it didn't need a 30 episode final season. It, it, no. it would have been fine with a, a 13 episode final season from the sound of it. Yeah, I mean, season three was 22 episodes. Then that was probably too long, judging by what I saw of season three. I don't know. Is there any anything else you want to say about Attack on Titan before we, we move along, though? Just, just if, if you haven't watched it, don't watch it. <laughs> just don't watch it. Fair. Fair. Uh, so, I have been watching over the last couple of weeks uh, the 2008 sci-fi show Fringe. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that at all. I think so. That had that guy in it. <laughs> yes, that's very specific. It had Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Uh, who? I vaguely remember the name of the show. That's um, about it. Yeah, it's uh Joshua Jackson. He was Charlie in the Mighty Ducks. Right. Um he he is in it. Um Anna Torv is in it who was um in the first two or three episodes of The Last of Us on HBO. She was Tess like uh, Joel's partner and love interest before yeah. she died. Um and then uh John Noble who was the dude in the One Lord of the Rings movie that ate like the the fucking peach or whatever really gross. Mhm. Uh, but John Noble's amazing. Like he he's he he was also in the show Sleepy Hollow and was very good in that. And he's been in tons of other stuff. Um, and Lance Reddick, Lance Reddick is in it. Oh, yeah, he's very good in it too. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 a show about um like an FBI unit. Um, it's the Fringe Division where yeah. like they investigate like fringe science stuff, like weird shit that doesn't make sense. Um, so kind of like X Filesy, yeah. but more more grounded in science um like especially like the first season a lot of the stuff is like this isn't real this is definitely science fiction but like people definitely tried to do this at some point or another like um there's a lot of like bioweapon stuff and like weird viruses things like that um by season two they start diving into like um alternate realities and stuff like that and it it gets a little more far-fetched but like still good um and it goes from more of a like almost more of like a procedural like monster of the week series to more of a larger overarching plot by like the the middle end of the second season um but like the setup is um anator's character um olivia dunham is an fbi agent um she basically gets recruited into the this fringe division from lance reddick um who she does not get along with at the beginning Mm -hmm. um and they have to I, for, I forget exactly what the case was in the first episode, but it involves something that John Noble's uh, Walter Bishop had done years prior. But he yeah. has been in a mental institution for the last 20 plus years after like an experiment went wrong and somebody died and he kind of snapped. Um, and the only way he, he is like in like a heavy um, asylum or, or mental institution, whatever. And uh, you're not allowed to see him unless you're a family member. So they track down his only living family member, which is his son, Peter, who he's estranged from, who does not like him, and who is also very smart, but also kind of a scoundrel. 
like he, he like he runs a lot of cons and has some uh has some shady friends and shady past stuff. Um, so like the first season is very much like an odd couple setup, but like it's fun. They have a cow in their lap just because yeah. fucking Walter wanted a cow. I think I I vaguely re- I think I watched one or two episodes of this. I'm on the IMDb and it's showing where like all the people are on the plane and they're just dissolved. That's like the first episode. Yeah, that that was one of the the early ones for sure. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of weird stuff like that happens um in the early ones like it's a lot of like like I said bioweapons and weird experimental stuff that um early on there's a lot of things that like Walter may have been involved in when he was like cuz he worked for the government and like that trickles through a lot of it. Um but then it it there's also just a lot of he's incredibly smart and if you give him enough time his eccentric ways he'll he wants like he's usually not the one that like solves the case but like he'll find like the scientific link to the thing or like find a way to like counteract something um in one episode they had um there was a virus that got loose that and like scientifically probably not completely impossible it was it was a prehistoric virus um it had been found during like um oil drilling um at a depth that put it like 75 million years ago and some douchebag thought it would be worth money and stole the sample and kept it in a not secure container and got infected and then cre- created like a little mini outbreak in like a hotel or something like that and so like that whole episode was like them trying to figure out what this virus was and how to counteract it cuz once you hit symptoms you were dead within like 20 minutes um and like the government was just going to kill everybody in there because they couldn't figure out a solution so the only the only way to stop a virus from spreading is just to fucking kill everybody that might potentially have it um makes sense yeah you know that's that's our government right yep <laughs> but uh but yeah it's it's a weirdly good show and like I said, like the first season or so, it's very, it's got that procedural thing. Cause like there's a little bit of an overarching plot. Like there's some like things that carry between episodes and like little mini arcs early on, but it is very much just like monster of the week, like villain of the week stuff. Um, but once it kind of hits its stride and like the characters start like, like coming together really well, like, like the overarching plots become really interesting. Um, I'm in, we're like middle season, early middle season three right now. And like they have fully gone into like multiverses like they there are two different universes um there are two walters they call the walter in the other universe walternate and i think that's fantastic it's pretty good hmm. yeah um i also I, I saw it looks like they call the alternate version of olivia um folivia okay which also not bad not as good as walternate but like still pretty good mm-hmm. um but yeah like it's it's just they they keep throwing in um interesting um twists to everything uh leonard nimoy was in it for a while i don't know if he'll yeah. be back or not but you know like leonard nimoy's great i don't even like star trek but Le- it's leonard nimoy um i'm i don't want to s- i i realize it's like a 10 year old show but like some of the stuff is actually pretty big like you don't you don't see some of the twists coming until they until like they start really setting them up but then once once they're like all the way set up you're like oh that's what they meant back in episode one like they've actually been setting this up the whole fucking time they played the long game. It's been three seasons. Good on nice. good on you guys. Gotta love good. good writing. Well, like it was it's also it was a Fox show. Yeah. Like Fox especially Fox sci fi shows, they usually get a season and then they get cancelled because Fox does them dirty. They put them on a shitty time slot, they air them out of order, 
they move them around, and they're like, oh, well, you had no ratings. It's like, well, yeah, motherfucker, you never gave us a chance. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Fringe got five seasons, and, and they knew they knew going into the fifth season it was going to be their last. So they they were apparently able to wrap it up, like, well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like every season, they're in, they, they've been introducing something new that expands on things from before it. Um, whether it's, like, backgrounds of the characters that, like, we've we've been around already and kind of like finding out more about them or like seeing these alternate versions and like how different the world could turn out. Cause it's basically like the, it's one of those, the, so far at least they, they only have one alternate universe. I don't know if it becomes like a multiverse thing at some point where there's just like infinite p- possibilities, but the one that they're like directly connected to, it's very much like a couple things went differently. And that world is like pretty drastically different. Like, Kennedy apparently never got assassinated. So, like, there's just... There's an offhanded, like, background radio show going on where they're talking about Kennedy stepping down from something in 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, In the universe, like, the Twin Towers never got um, uh, hit. Um, The Statue of Liberty is the the base for the DOJ. And and it's not green, it's its original bronze. So, like, they they went out there and fucking power washed it. (laughs) Um, And then, like, technology is both, like, more... Like... They've got modern technology, like 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 our current modern technology with like cell phones and like smart boards and shit like that, that um 2010 didn't have yet. But then they also have like blimps and shit still, because that's just the go-to like alternate timeline. Fucking blimps took off, which... Well, I guess the Hindenburg never happened then either. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you ever notice that? Like, if there is like an alternate timeline anything, fucking blimps are involved. It's- it's usually usually a Soviet run alternate timeline though. Oh yeah, like it 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 usually is, but or like a steampunky one in a lot of cases. But yeah, yeah, there's always fucking blimps. It's like no, like that we figured out blimps were not convenient. They're very expensive. They're very dangerous. And you know how like the world is running low on helium. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Probably any of these airships aren't using helium. They're probably using hydrogen. Oh yeah, they're probably using hydrogen, aren't they? Sure. Which that's why the Hindenburg blew up. Yeah, because it yeah. was hydrogen. But uh, who'd have thought? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's. I I always find that stuff weird. But um. But yeah, it's it's a surprisingly good show. I um I I saw like a video about it. Um, and I'm just like, oh right, like I remember that. I remember watching like an episode or two back when it came out and thinking it was okay, but like. Never really following up with it. Um, and I saw it was on, it's on, it's on Max. Um, so I asked Erica, I'm just like, hey, do you want to give this show a shot? Like, it's like a decade old, but like, it's got five seasons, so it's not like it'll just be over immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, they, they did a really good job with it. Even like some of the, like the effects and stuff are not bad for Fox television in 2008 ish. Nice. Like, yeah, like when they do, um, especially when they do like the viruses and stuff like that, or, um, they, they have, um, shape, they're like robot shapeshifters. So they're like something from the alternate universe that can copy a person. Um, but they, they kill the person to copy them. Um, but like when they do like their deaths because they have to kind of like be shot through the head. Um, the like bullet wounds that they always zoom in on because they have to show that it's mercury pour- pouring out of them. Like look, look pretty good for 15 years ago or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then like when people get like weird pustules and stuff and, um, and other stuff like that, it's pretty good. Um, the, the only two things that really stood out as not looking great 
there's an episode with uh, Peter Weller, the, the, the RoboCop, um, and the stuff that he does a thing to his body in that episode that looks very fake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do, they kind of do like a Hills Have Eyes-esque episode where like there's an area full of people that are like deformed and like they, they look like monster people basically. Um, and like that one looks a little cartoonish too. Like, like it looks like a movie from like the eighties that did like the like overly done prosthetics, but like, it's still a good episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, like I said, it's five seasons. So we're like season three. So we're like almost halfway done. Um, but I'm looking forward to, to kind of seeing how the rest of it plays out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember enjoying some of that series. I don't think I ever finished it or watched it all the way through. I got bored. It came out, what, what was it, 2007, you said? 2008 is when it started, and it ran to uh, 2013. Yeah. I was going to college at the time, so I wasn't watching. Yeah, and, like, I, yeah, I guess I was in school at that, at that time still, but, like, it was just one of those shows where, like, it was fine, but, like, it wasn't a show that, like, I bothered, like, recording on, like, the Comcast DVR that I think I had in 2008, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just, like, you know. It was a thing that if I happened to be home, maybe I turned it on, but at that point I was also working at, like, 2008 would have been, like, GameStop and Circuit City, maybe? So, like, I was working nights a lot. Like, I wasn't home to watch TV, so (laughs) unless I happened to be off the night it aired, I would have never seen it. I was working fucking 50 hours a week at McDonald's while going to school full time. It's a shock I got anything done during that time. That is true. That is very true. But yeah, highly recommend checking out Fringe if you just want kind of like that so nice. like sort of X Files vibe. Nice. Yeah. Though I've never watched X Files, so I can't I can't confirm if that is actually true or not. Whoa, really? Yeah, I've ne- I've seen like random episodes of X Files, but I've never actually watched the X Files. That was a show that back in the day my dad was way into, and we would watch mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. So I, I feel like I vaguely a whole remember a lot of the that. early X Files. My my entire family would get around the TV and watch it. Every time it came on, I think my sister and mom might not have, so it was me, my brother, and my dad. Maybe my mom watched, but, um, yeah, we watched it all the way, I think all the way through to the end, and I think I, I think I tried to watch it once Netflix had it on, on streaming, and it's just, the first couple of seasons are rough and boring as fuck. It's like 13 seasons, too, though. Like, it's long. Yeah, but at a certain point, David Duchovny left, and no one liked it after that, even though they replaced him with Robert Patrick. Yeah. But I know I saw the first movie. It made no sense to me because I hadn't seen nearly enough of the show. See the first, was, like the 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 movie from when the series was still running. Yeah. Uh, see that you didn't really need to know the show. Like you just he needed to know that they dealt with aliens and stuff. See, I thought that I remember that movie actually like being tied into the show more. No, I don't think so. You were uh, barely. You were like four years old when it came out. What do you know? I mean, the first movie was, or the series 93. 93 to 28. Oh, no, that's right. They had the. Yeah, they, they did the. Second se- series, that, like, sequel series. I think it ran to, like, 20, 2000, 2001. Remember. 2002. 11 seasons, 218 episodes. Yeah. And I but watched yeah, it. Was... it I, I watched it when it came back, too. That was good. But yeah, I remember it, it was 93 to. Well, not remember, I'm looking at it. It was 93 to 2002. And then sixteen to eighteen. I didn't realize the did they do two seasons of the the whatever you want to call it the refresh. I, I think they yeah. Did, I guess they did. Yeah, I guess they did two like sh- mini series seasons, like two like ten episode seasons or something like that. Yeah, it was six episodes from January to February of twenty sixteen, and then ten episodes from January to March of twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, who knows? Maybe someday I'll, I'll give X-Files a shot, but I don't know. I feel like Fringe has, like, it's like a spiritual successor, but, like, a little more modern. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Rich, do you want to talk about Baldur's Gate, or do you want to, like, save that for another time? Because we're you know what? I'm, I'm hour and 45. The, I'm going to keep the listeners in suspense, because I've already gotten angry enough talking about Attack on Titan. All right. Good news. Um, Which true. Doesn't Anything you want to talk about? Gate, just saying Baldur's Gate, not saying Baldur's Gate makes me angry, but it kind of does sometimes. No, you absolutely are. But, Drew, did you have anything you want to, to mention? Nope. Man, do you even play, like, a board game or something this week? I mean, like, the PFL started back up, so that's been the main thing lately. Oh, that eats, eats up all your fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, did you see, um, th- this is just board game related, I saw um, Blood on the Clock Tower send an email about, like, something they're doing for, like, Christmas? I saw, I didn't, like actually read it i, do, I know yeah, they're doing same. like a christmas stream or something oh is that what it was if i remember correctly but like the email i saw uh the creator is now gonna be on it well with oh well that's actually kind of cool yeah. yeah i mean i'll probably wind up playing a bunch of packs so do you know are they running it there yeah i i mean like i don't know who is but i saw that it's on the schedule nice Nice. Yeah, man, and, that's only like two weeks away, three weeks away. Yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah, two weeks from this weekend. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I didn't realize it was so close. Um, but yeah, so I guess that will do it for this week then. Um, next week, we're going to get to talk about the rest of World War Z. Um, so we'll be finishing up World War Z next week. And then uh, other stuff. I'll be at Anime NYC Friday and Saturday. So I will have that to talk about. And yeah, whatever else there is. Uh, but in the meantime... If you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spot- yeah, Spotify. Um, you can rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, what is your streaming? Uh, check me out on twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts. We're on video game streaming um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday usually. Next week is going to be all over the place because of the holiday, um, so just find my Twitter and whatnot for my schedules. Um, but I'll be mostly playing Baldur's Gate, Sea of Thieves, and... Who knows what else? Probably just those two. Uh, there, there might be actually. I might be doing something with Zeno Alien in December because he wants to try something new in December. Nice. And with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.